Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast. I graduated from Arizona State University a few weeks ago, and I'm in need of a full-time job, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. As every show is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Just go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and get $10 off your first order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, $10 off your first order. Now, on today's pod, I want to talk a little bit about the MLB draft in the first segment. I just want to get into what kind of players the the D-backs should be targeting in the upcoming draft. And then in the second segment, I just want to give my overall thoughts on sports drafts in general and the MLB and other leagues. So, But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I'll rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into this draft talk and just kind of go over, I'm not going over what specific players the D-backs should be going over, but just the kinds of players I think they should be targeting in this upcoming draft. So, the D-backs have the 18th pick in this 2020 draft. We know it's going to be a five-round draft, I believe. So we want to make sure uh, these guys are hitting their picks and are picking guys that actually have long-term uh, have long-term uh, projections or I want to say just have the long-term ability to stay in the farm system and actually make it to the majors. So when I look at the D-backs farm system now, it's headlined by a couple outfielders, Christian Robinson and Alec Thomas, and then number three is Dalton Varsho, who's a catcher. Uh, he's already 23, and you already have Carson Kelly, so I don't know if he really has a chance of making it. Uh, there's some other guys who are not as high on the list that I like. I like a Seth Beer, even though he's 23. I like him at first base. Uh, J.B. Buskakis is a pretty good guy, too. Uh, Corbin Martin's pretty good. Uh, and even down on the list uh, in the late 20s because of their age. You got a Kevin Cron, the minor league home run king, 27. Kevin Ginkle, 26. He's really a major leaguer. And so I, I really like some, uh, this, some of these D-backs players. I really like this farm system. Um, I don't know if I trust any of these guys to be, you know, I don't know if I trust any of their prospects to be elite of the elite. I don't know if any of their prospects could be, you know, the the top prospect on another team. I mean, Christian Robinson, the number one prospect in the D-backs farm system, is 43 on the top 100s. And Alex Thomas is 49. So the top two players of the D-backs farm system are in the top 50. But I don't know if I see, like, that Mike Trout, Mookie Betts talent from either one of them. But I do like both of their games. Christian Robinson is a, is a toolsy kind of player. I mean, if you look at his stats from 2019, he, he was a part of two teams at Hillsborough, Hillsborough Hops. And the Kane County Cougars, two minor league affiliates of the D-backs, and if you combine his, his stats from the two from the from the full 2019, his numbers are pretty good in 69 games. 
He had a 282 average, 14 bombs, and he also contributed 17 stolen bases. So he's got a little pop, a little speed too, but I think he's one of those guys that are pretty good, pretty well balanced, can do a little bit of everything, but are not great at anything. He's going to be a guy that's like 15 to 18 bombs probably, like 15 bombs, 15 to 18 stolen bases, bat around 275, solid defense. I don't think he, I don't think he jumps off the page for me at least. I think he's more of a, a, a great all-around balanced guy, but I don't know if he has that superstar potential. I, I do, when I look at the prospects in this draft, and I, when I think about the weaknesses that I see for the D-backs, my biggest, uh, a lot of people are talking about how the D-backs really need to go in on power, and that's like the biggest area of concern. A lot of people want to see the D-backs get a, a power bat in this draft. But what I really want to see the D-backs get is some speed. I kind of like the power right now that the D-backs have. Carson Kelly seems like a 20-plus home run catcher. Christian Walker's 25-plus. You got Nick Ahmed's been around 18 to 20. Eduardo Escobar's at 30-plus right now. David Peralta, we know, can be a 25-plus guy. Getal Marte's a 25, 30 home run guy. Uh, Starling Marte, 25. Cole Calhoun, 25-plus. So as currently constructed, the D-backs have power. And yes, down the line, by the time they, these prospects that they're drafting are coming of age, you know, Cole Calhoun may not be there, David Peralta, you might have some other guys who are older. It may not be there. But I think at this current stage that we're at with the D-backs, I don't think a power is what they really need. I don't see them as that the biggest area of their concern. I think, I think in today's in baseball today, the easiest thing you can find is a guy to hit you 25 plus. I mean, you look around baseball, it seems like almost every team has three guys that can hit them 20 to 25 home runs. We're just in this era now where everyone is all about the launch angle. They know about the mechanics. They know how they want the ball to leave their bat. And a lot of it has just become technique, and a lot of them are just more technically sound at hitting home runs. They're not any more powerful than the guys of yesteryear, unless you believe that the ball is being juiced. But... Uh, a lot of it's just technical stuff and guys being more skillful and being having more analytics to their advantage. So when I look at it, I think it's easier to get guys right now who can hit for power. But what I think the D-backs struggle with right now as a team is the speed and creating havoc on the bases. I don't think the D-backs have enough guys that can go out there and steal you 30 bases. That could go out there and, you know, put yourself in better scoring positions, get you a guy on a bunt, uh, so, you know, get a single on a bunt. You know, maybe if you lay down a bunt to the right side of the infield, a guy could go from first to third, you know, go from first to third on a double, things like that. Even going from first to home on a deep double in the gap. Uh, guys with speed, they're more likely to do that. You get in more advantageous situations and easier scoring positions. A lot of times when you have more speed on the base paths, it's the reason why we see so many, you know, power sluggers come out at the end of games. Uh, when it's one out, a uh, man on second, and you think you're in the you're in the tie game, it's the bottom of the ninth, and you want that speed out there on second base instead of you know it might even be your best player, it might be a big poppy type, but because he's not that he's not that quick on the base pass, you put your speed in there to hopefully score you that winning run. I don't think the D backs have enough for that right now. I mean, if I look at their team right now, the only guy who's on this team that stole over 10 bases from last season as Tim LaCastro, who only played 91 games, really a utility player. And Caltel Marte, who's not really a speedster, he stole 10 bags in 144 games. 
And then everyone else is in single digits. I mean, Nick Ahmed was tied for second on the team with eight, and he had a even Christian Walker still eight as the first baseman. So I think the D-backs really need to target some speed in this upcoming draft. I think they need more guys like a Jared Dyson who's not there anymore could just wreak havoc at the top of the lineup. I think they just need that guy who can lead off and just get on base, have a high OBP, and just steal you 30 to 40 bags. I think that could be a real difference maker in the deep lineup. And I think that's the, the biggest area of what I want the, the D-backs to target in this upcoming draft. Go give me a guy who can steal a base. And I think prefer, preferably I want either an outfielder or a shortstop just because uh, Peralta has had some injury issues. Uh, Cole Calhoun I don't think is a long-term answer. And then Nick Ahmed, you know, he's a nice player. He's not getting paid a lot, and he's a defensive wizard, but still his offense is a little bit to be uh, desired for him. By the time this prospect ready, Nick Ahmed might be 32, 33. So I wouldn't be opposed to drafting another shortstop either. But speed is definitely why I want to see the D-backs target in this upcoming draft. In a little bit, I'll also get into just my overall feelings on the draft, how I kind of think it's a little bit overrated, and just my overall feelings toward the drafts in all sports and particularly how I feel about the MLB draft so stay tuned for that let me tell you guys about built bar because built bars are not just candy bars they're actually protein bars but they're so great because they taste like candy because they come in 16 amazing flavors eight with chocolate and nuts and eight with chocolate but no nuts in case you have any allergies bars are covered in hundred percent chocolate and they are both soft and easy to chew Built Bars are not just, you know, tasty. They're also healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy like me who loves to indulge in a delicious treat but also want to make sure I'm losing or maintaining weight. And the Built Bar is perfect for that. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Just go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first order. Promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAutos.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control, modules, and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locks on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Now let's get into just my overall thoughts on drafts in general and sports leagues. 
So overall, you know, I always say, you know, but I love the anticipation and anxiety leading up to the draft. I love the draft. I love drafts in all sports leagues. My favorite one is probably the NBA draft. And drafts, they're, they're supposed to be a day for hope for teams. They're supposed to be a day uh, where you say, we're getting a new cornerstone piece, a new franchise piece. This is going to be the, the new fan favorite. This is going to be the guy who leads us to rings. And that does happen occasionally, but not always. My problem with drafts is how they sell you on all of that when none of it's actually going to happen. When I take a look at the NBA draft, uh, everyone gets hyped up for these players and prospects. Everyone tanks. Everyone wants a high pick. But draft picks are meaningless unless their superstars actually in the draft. A draft means nothing unless you're picking, unless the pool of talent is guys like LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Luka Doncic. Too many guys, too many times in the NBA draft, we get too hyped up off players who never materialize to anything. Take a look at the NFL draft. You can find talent in almost any round. You see flame outs in the first round all the time. Dak Prescott, mid-round pick. Russell Wilson, mid-round pick. Tony Romo, undrafted. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, like the fourth quarterback taken. Patrick Mahomes, taken after Trubisky. In the NFL, first-round talent is so overly, so overrated and so just overly appreciated so overly invested. Too many guys put their eggs in a basket just because the guy was drafted in the first round, not looking actually at talent in the later rounds and putting their investment in those guys who might work harder or even have more talent that people didn't realize before. And that's where I come with an issue with the MLB because the problems with what I have with the MLB draft, first of all, the NBA draft is two rounds. The NFL draft is seven. The MLB draft is like 40 friggin' rounds. I'm not going to sit there watch all those rounds in baseball. And the second issue is there's too many damn prospects in this. First of all, I got to watch all these college players, understand who they all are. And then there's high school prospects I have to watch too. It's just too many. And then you combine that with the fact that you have to send them to the minor league system. So I might not see these guys for three, four, five years. I might not ever see my first round pick. That's a real thing. I might not ever see it. I was looking at it today. I was looking the, at the first round from 2019, 2018, 2017. I had to go back to like 2016 when I before there were uh, guys in the first round that actually made it to the major leagues. It, it, it's crazy. You have to go back four years of drafts to even see guys you start to recognize. Uh, I mean, I was looking at the 2016 draft. I think Pete Alonzo, the rookie of the year from this past year, was drafted in 2016. He was drafted almost a half decade ago, and he's just now making his mark in baseball. That's one of the problems I have with the MLB draft. There's nothing. The reason there's no pizzazz around it, there's no you know, media frenzy around the MLB draft is because there's too many rounds, there's too many prospects, and then we don't get to see these guys for a half decade. We don't get to see these players for nearly four or five years, and then by that time, we, we're already lost all our interest and investment in these players. I think we need to... Cut out some of these minor league systems. Cut out some of these rounds. I hate what this pandemic is doing to you know the health of the nation, the unemployment. But I think it could actually help out baseball. I don't like to see guys get fired. But maybe with the furloughing and the cutting of minor league players, we'll cut back on how many minor league systems we really have. Do we need, what, five or how many we have? I think double A or triple A is probably enough. Probably just one of them, just double A or triple A. And then you probably, I mean, we're going with five rounds of the MLB draft right now. Uh, 
NFL has seven rounds. They have 52 players on a roster. MLB has about 25 players on a roster, you know? So I think five rounds is just enough for the MLB. I think that's a fine number as well. I just want to see... I want to have those feelings when I have when I'm sitting by my TV waiting for, you know, my favorite NBA team to be selected, NFL team. I want to have that anticipation with the MLB draft. You just don't have it. There's nothing to look forward to with the MLB draft. It just sucks. And then once the players actually get drafted, you don't even hear about them or talk about them. How Can you guys name any players from the last MLB draft? You might be able to, but have you actually heard about any of them? In their minor leagues, do any of you guys know how any of the players who are drafted in the 2019 first round are doing 2020? No, because no one cares. We we might not see the see any of them. And then baseball is just so unpredictable. I feel like the minor leagues ruin so many players because they, they waste their time down there. They get lost in the minor leagues. And then the major league team, they don't really care who's in their minor league system. They're going to progress them and try to get them to the majors. But they're also going to say, hey, if this guy is a free agent, he's already a stud, and I can sign him to my team, then I'm going to sign one of those players, even if I have a minor leaguer at the same uh, position that I just drafted. And I think that's where all this gets lost. There's too many uh, There's too many minor leagues that these players get lost and just get trapped down there, and it just interferes with uh, actual MLB players because of log jams at positions and things like that. So I want to see the MLB uh, cut down the rounds, cut down the amount of prospects, cut down, cut down the amount of minor league teams there actually are, and just start con- to condense it. And then I think we'll see a little bit more hoopla around the, the MLB draft. I don't think the issue is the fact that we're taking from high school and college. I think the issue is just that there's too many guys to really keep an eye on. And I think we should really just want to focus on the best of the best. There's too much. There's an oversaturation of MLB. Uh, of MLB players in the minor leagues, and they just don't need to be there. I think it would be better for the sport if we just make sure we kept who we thought were the best guys available in, in the sports circles, in the minor leagues, and actually brought them to the majors than keeping so many guys who actually don't have a really chance in the major leagues, and they're just wasting their time in the minors, playing a sport that they love but don't really have a chance uh, to progress. I mean, if they want to do that, that's fine, but I don't think players have a real goal of being the Andre Ingram, uh, the Andre Ingram a minor league baseball for uh, their careers. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Lockdown Diamondbacks podcast. Go to your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Lockdown Fantasy MLB Draft. And go to and, and don't forget to go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN to get $10 off your first order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. Tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Lockdown Fantasy MLB. And... I hope everyone is staying inside, staying healthy, and staying safe. And let's not forget about what's going on in our country right now. Let's remember to stay with our black uh, brethren and sisters. Let's stand up for inequality. Let's stand up, or let's stand up for equality. Stand up against inequality. Let's stand up for justice. And let's make sure we're all standing together. And uh, it's all about unity and being, being, being a nation as a whole, I want to say. I mean, this is the United States of America. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. Peace!